This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. Hey guys, this is the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorgan at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in this sunny afternoon in Peachview, if you're joining us on video. Uh, here for the Indie Mayhem Show is the show where we talk about people in and around. I can't just qualify independent professional wrestling, but we got somebody that I know from independent professional wrestling today. But actually, hey, actually, what he's doing may be the most independent thing. And we'll get into that as well. But first, please check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, IndieWrestling.us, where you can find past episodes of this and many other podcasts. And also a lot of content with a lot of the people we talked to, including our guest today, actually. A lot of history around these parts in, in, the, uh, in, the, in the vault, if you will. But with us, he is, and I think this is a first that we've had a major uh, company champion uh, in the studio with us while they've been champion. Shane Taylor is here in studio. Shane, how's it going? It's going great, man, but I need a better introduction than that, my guy. He, I am the Ring of Honor world television champion. You have to say the whole thing. It's like a tribe called Quest. The whole thing <laughs> has to come before it, a.k.a. Shane T-Boy, the baddest champion you've ever seen, boy. It's good to be here. I'm not up on all the monikers. I'm sorry. Listen, man, you got to stay, stay ready. You it, have to stay. This has become. I've looked. We like. We've literally had you in. Like, this is the fourth year in a row we've had you in. Yeah. We've had like a yearly catch up with you. I'm, I'm a mainstay. I like it. From even like before it. you were in Ring of Honor, recurring I, character, a recurring character on the show. <laughs> we've been saying a lot on the show. If you know the lore of right. this show, <laughs> exactly. Um, but but yeah. So so it's been an amazing year. Um, you're you're of course the, the ROH. Ring of Honor TV champion uh, as of this world recording, TV world, champion, yeah. world TV yeah, champion. Right. I noticed that. You when can't I, forget it. Can't I forget like. It. I'm just like. I'm like. Did they like? Like. I'm hearing like. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, your announcer is saying like. You know, world champion. When they're talking about like. Wait. Did he forget to say TV? Did I miss that? But is right. TV world champion? Mm-hmm. I, and right. I think that's been forgotten a lot. I, or not uh, as emphasized, I suppose, in the past. Well, and that's and that's everything that I'm trying trying to do is bring the recognition of that back. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, the identity and the heart and the passion of ROH has always been, you know, prefaced on their championships and the um, meaning of them, the prestige of them. And every day that I hold this championship, I am trying to rekindle that and respark that. You know, I want people when they come uh, to a Ring of Honor show, when they watch me, uh, out there performing when they see Shane Taylor promotions, I want them to know regardless of who else is on the card, regardless of any other match on the show, that when they watch my match, that's going to be the fight of the night. That's going to be the, the, the biggest knockdown drag out, you know, uh, to steal a phrase, slobber knocker so, sort of match <laughs> that they're going to see that night. And I take great pride in that. And I've been doing that um, all year. You know, there haven't been more people, on any roster putting out match of the year candidates like I have been doing. So um, I fully want to bring back uh, that feel like when you saw Danielson and Joe or, you know, Joe McGinnis or, you know, Joe Punk, any any of those matches, 
Uh, I want that same feeling. I want that same lore when it comes to when I have this championship and when I come out. That's always been the difference with Ring of Honor. Like, no matter how big, whatever stage Ring of Honor has been at, mm-hmm. it's always been a big fight feel when you go to these events, especially when there is a, I mean, it seems like when there's a championship match, even a television championship match, a uh, world championship match over the years, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's you know, it, it, it's a different level, mm-hmm. you know, than the rest of the card and even other companies, it seems, on their right. on their world title scene. So, okay. and, and the crazy thing about that, and I think it's because it's so hard to win a championship in ring and ring of honor especially a singles one mm-hmm. and there's not many guys that can win them multiple times you know it's shocking when you see a title change it, it is it's, right. it's the last place where it's literally shocking to see that right you know what yeah. i mean so you have things like you'll have guys you know who are eight time this and this champions nine time this and this champion there's only been i think three people that have ever won the ring, maybe four that have ever won the Ring of Honor World Television Championship twice: uh, Kenny King, Silas Young, Jay Lethal. You know, um, those are the first three off the top of my head. Uh, maybe Roddy Strong. I'm not 100 percent sure, uh, but so I mean, and there's even less than that that have won the World Championship twice. Mm-hmm. So you know, everything you do with that first run, everything you do. And the legacy that you make with that first run could be it, which is why they're so important, which is why, you know, I want to do so much with this championship uh, and to uh, make this championship the one that people go, okay, I understand that they're fighting for the world title, but that guy is about to have the biggest fight on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely. Uh, so it is interesting because, you know, Looking at Shane Taylor promotions um, and, and everything you've been doing um, in the last you know six months to a year, mm-hmm. it feels like it, it has always felt like you know show scene here. And I know you had a great match uh, in, in April. That I know I missed because of traveling. We're just talking about traveling before the show. You said <laughs> I think I was in California. That's <laughs> ah, all right. You know, uh, if I want to go anywhere and miss it, you know. Uh, but it, it, it's like. Um, um, I had been saying, like, oh, I go sit down and try to catch up a little bit on Ring of Honor and where Shane Taylor has yeah. been the thing for the longest time. Yeah. And uh, I go see a Pittsburgh uh, a show here in Pittsburgh with Shane Taylor. And I remember, I think the only Ring of Honor show I've actually seen you on, you did some run-in with your former faction right. uh, like a year ago or something. Right. And I was just like, I finally get to see him. Oh, that's it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, and now to see you, like, kind of uh, really rock it on the card and a part of, like, all the shows this weekend, and, and it seems to be in significant roles. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that, that's it's really been a 180 since, you know, having you on here uh, just even a year ago. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that was the whole point, you know. Uh, I've been in Ring of Honor for three years, uh, and like I've told people that have asked me, you know, I feel like this is my first real year there uh, because this is not, you know, me – on an eight man or ten man tag, and, and and not to get me wrong, and not you know for people to not understand where I'm coming from, you know, anytime you're in a major company, when you're on the card, when you're on the show, it's a blessing, yeah. Like okay, we get it. You work your ass off to get to this point, and e- e- even being here or being signed is a great thing. I I get that, but I'm not the kind. I'm not the type of person to just be happy with being somewhere. I've never done that. It's not who I am. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to do something, I'm striving to be the best at it. I'm striving to be the greatest that that has ever done it. Like that's just what my mindset is. So, and if you look at companies as teams, 
I've always been a starter. I've always been a varsity guy. I've never been a bench player. I've never been a role player. Um, in order for me to do what I need to do and be who I need to be, I need to be in the game. Mm. I can't help you on the sideline. And for two and a half years, that's exactly what it felt like, where it felt like I was on the sideline. You know, seeing my guys go to battle and I can't help them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that, that messes with you mentally. Mess, like guys like me, uh, people like me, uh, we, we don't do well in those environments. You know, you start getting angry. You start getting, you know, and I'm the worst person you want to go against with a chip on my shoulder. Like, you know what I mean? Ask, ask Ray Rowe, ask Keith Lee. Like, <laughs> they know me. So they know once I get in a certain frame of mind, it's like, all right, we can't do anything with this guy right, right now. Just wait for him to calm down. You know what I mean? Um, but now over the past six months, you know, that I've had this championship, that I've started Shane Taylor Promotions, um, I now get to have that platform. And it's something that I had to create myself, you know what I mean? Because it, it wasn't going to be handed to me. So, uh, and now that I have it, I've done nothing but produce. I've done nothing but show why for two and a half years, I, I've been saying, you know, I'm the best kept secret you have. And I've gone out and proven that every single time that I'm in the ring. It is. And, and so, and, 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 you know, again, us watching us, like, again, knowing mm. you from Renegade Wrestling Alliance, IWC, or, mm. or, you know, other places through the indies that we've seen you at, uh, you know, we are talking on wheels here, you know, earlier, they pop in the chat room. Um, and, and it's always like, oh, wait till they get to that thing. You know, we mm. thought that with Ray Rowe, we've thought that with now Elias and, mm. and look at those guys just blow up right. and, and, you're, so happy that, and that's too. where you're at too, which is on a side note. It's also really cool to see, like, you know, I talked about you in social media a little bit, but mm. like seeing you and Eric, uh, right. it's always weird to me, Eric with a K yeah. you're, you're always Ray Rowe to me. Always. <laughs> always. Just like Elias is always Logan Chulo to us right. around here, you know. Chulo. Yes. Chulo. We used to yell at the but uh you know, you guys are still like, you know, kind of patting each other on the back there, you know. Mm. I got each other's backs, you know, regardless of where you're at, and that's really cool to see. So Shane Taylor Promotions. Uh, you know, we talked about it a little bit pre-show because I, I, I wanted to get an idea of the scope of this thing. Because right. I see, I see what you're putting out there, I, and and you're you've never won the mince words on anything. Never, <laughs> never, boy. That's why it's always interesting to give you a live mic here on the internet. Oh man. <laughs> but 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 I'm smarter now at 33 than I would fantastic. in a situation like la- 23. Well, I did clear a couple talks with you, so we'll see right. where this goes. Right. Uh, so Let's have some fun, boy. But, but before that, I want to talk about the Shane Taylor promotions. Like how mm-hmm. big is this? Like, you know, I always see, you know, everybody eats, I, you know, I, I'm mm. seeing you guys, you know, the, the, the talent scouting at other promotions mm. and everything like that. Um, you know, it's not just you. Not you're, you're obviously the front man for this thing. Right. Names in the title, guys. Uh, so, yeah, you know, like, 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 talk to me about the scale and, and what you're doing beyond just being, you know, the best Ring of Honor world television champion. What Shane Taylor promotions and what my goals and what my visions are, are to be able to take my brand um, and help not only change careers in professional wrestling, but help change lives. There's so many people that, you know, especially in today's era of social media, it seems like just do the craziest thing or say the most outlandish thing to get noticed and, and you know, may, and create some buzz, yada, yada, yada. But for me, especially being an African-American male in this sport, um, there's a lot of times and a lot of people that go unnoticed, yeah. you know? Uh, so for me, one match 
I think changed the entire course of my ROH career. And that was the match in Philadelphia with Jeff Cobb last year, yes. you know? Um, and if I, if I, if I don't have that match, who knows where we're at this year? You know what I mean? Who knows? I, I may not be sitting here with this world television championship. So many things can stem off of having one uh, great match. And so for me, it's all about creating opportunity. So if I have the chance and I can build this platform to help the next person, you know, whether they be from Cleveland or Pittsburgh or wherever to go, Hey, you know, uh, I have this opportunity to go to this country. You know, mm-hmm. I would love to be able to have them represent the brand, sponsor them, have them, you know, sponsor that travel to get them to where they have to go, let them perform, let them have those experiences that can, you know, ultimately change their career. You know, I want to be able to have a whole team of people um, from every background, you know, who are not only great at what they do in ring, but are pillars of the, of the community outside of it. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean you have to be, you know, uh, perfect people. You know what I mean? Nobody's perfect. I'm no exception. You know what I mean? But in today's day and age with so many things going on with, with so many issues, I need people that are socially aware, culturally aware, uh, who can not only, you know, showcase themselves in a positive light, but showcase the brand in a positive light and we can help each other change the game going forward. We can help each other, you know, change the entire scope of how, especially as African-American performers, we're perceived not only in, in, in this sport, but in media and all around the world. Absolutely. And, and, and it's something that um, is, is it seems like, you know, we didn't plan. So we talked about this like what, three weeks ago, getting yeah. you on here. But there's a lot of that in the news this week. Yeah, obviously. Right. <laughs> um, starting with, I believe it was Sunday. Um, uh, Jordan Miles had a comment about some uh, issues with some some merchandise in, mm. in WWE. Right. Um, and I know I think I've seen some things on social media from you and everything like right. that. Like, what, you know, when you see something like that come down from, you know, the biggest company right. in the land for everything like that. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts when you see that coming across your Twitter feed on, on Sunday and into Monday and through the week, I guess it's still developing. Right. It's still going. Um, I'm, I'm the kind of person that likes to sort of get a lot of details about things before I say anything, which is why I put out the blanket statement first to say, you know, like regardless of whatever, you know, there's, there's not that many of of us. and, And when I say us, I'm talking about, you know, African-American performers at the top of what we do for us to have guys there and for us to try to move forward and create more opportunities and more doors for others. The last thing we need is to be able to, is to be cutting each other down. You know what I mean? So um, regardless of the situation, you know, that, that can't happen in order for us to try to move forward, but on to the topic of the shirt. And I, I think everybody at this point, you know, is, is, of the same agreement that it's, it, it's an insensitive, it's an insensitive shirt. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it definitely shouldn't have been produced. It shouldn't have been, the idea shouldn't have been there. Um, so that much, it, it should, it very, at the very least should not have made it onto a website. It, it shouldn't have, for you know, sale. It, it, it shouldn't have. And, and from what I've gathered, they said they didn't sell any, yeah. you know what I mean? It, they, they changed it the whole nine. Uh, but like, and I, I had a statement that I'll, put out officially but i think this speaks to a bigger problem Mm -hmm. 
in society much more, you know I mean? I mean, in wrestling, yes, but in society as well, because, um, when you're in this sport, you're trying to market to everybody. The problem is you can't market to everybody if you don't have everybody represented on your marketing team, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have people, a wide array of people that know cultures, that know these things, that know the history of these things to prevent situations like this from happening. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee if there was someone on that team, what have you, like, and, and no one knows the heart of the guy that, or whoever that designed the shirt. So I, I can't sit here and go, oh, well, he should have known. Like, he could have just been like, hey, well, he's smiling. Let's just make a smiling shirt because he's smiling. Like, yeah, yeah. And it could be the, the guy doesn't know what he – or right. the girl it, it, know, doesn't know what he doesn't know. Exactly. And, and, and to me, I can't get mad at anyone for not knowing what they don't know. Yeah. It's when you do know and you do it anyway, right. now we have a problem, right? Right, right, right? So no one knows their heart but them, right? But – if there was someone on that team that that was knowledgeable in these things and goes, yeah, that looks like this, that's going to be a problem. Let's not put that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you could have saved yourself a lot of trouble, a lot of, you know, all the backlash, all everything that's going on. Um, but in, in, in society, that's, it's an even larger problem as well. When you deal with, uh, especially things with race and, cultural things because in society as an african-american male we are showcased in a way that makes you think one of two things either we are the super aggressive uber thug you know Mm -hmm. that's going to rob you and you know steal all your women and oh and, and and we're coming for your daughters and all of that and you you play into that fear or it's the complete opposite, and it's the <laughs> Carlton Banks's of the world, and mm-hmm. you know we just <laughs> we're just so nice and fun loving, and we're gonna dance and like and there's no ninety nine percent of black culture are neither of those things. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You, you can tell it's somebody again a less diverse top of the company that right. thinks this is oh you be you know. Your culture, which means this to us, right? Because and, and, it's the conditioning. Yeah, like, like yeah. you're you're conditioned to think that way. Yeah. When I when I think, or if I were to say, doctor, lawyer, you know, what I mean, the first image in someone's head isn't someone that looks like me. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, but if I were to say, uh, rapper, pimp, oh, uh, right away, like that, like, and that's that's what guys like myself and other people are are trying so hard to change because especially in wrestling, we can have depth of character. We can have uh, guys that can overcome all odds and be the hero. We can have the soldiers. We can have the doctors. We we can have the lawyers. We we, we can have all of that. Uh, One of the biggest issues is that it's not presented as being cool or presented as the norm when in fact it is. I mean, the biggest rate of college graduate right now in in the U.S. are black are black women, right? So it's like we're educated. There's so much more to our culture than what is shown to you. Um, And in today's ever changing PC world, and in in today's world of you know uh, people wanting things fast. Sometimes the the easiest thing for people to do if you're trying to come up with a character to sell T-shirts or a character that's going to catch on is to feed into those conditions and go, okay, well, this is what people know, so let's go with this as opposed to 
creating a character with depth that may take longer. It may take people longer to grasp, but that's the point. It's it, it's opening up minds. It's opening up hearts to new thoughts, new 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 ways of looking at things, new perspectives. You know, and that's and I did a promo on this in, in October. Uh, not sorry, October. Where where were we at? Um, I forget. But I but I did the promo in ring on on, on the pay per view going. Mm-hmm. 12 years ago, this is what I was told. If I wanted to make cash in this business, yeah, I had yeah. to be one of two things. Yeah. Both those options suck mm-hmm. because I'm neither of those things. Yes, I have I, I've done things in the streets for survival. I've, 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 been, I've been there. I've lived that life. I, I know, you know I've, I've got family who's done it, friends. I, I've seen the bad and the worst when, when it comes to that. But that's not how I'm going to be defined. And I'm not the other one either, because in my world, you know, in today's in today's society with social media is a little different because, you know, we've been conditioned to say whatever we want with no fear of consequence. Mm-hmm. Right. You can just say whatever you want. Some some dude in BFE, Indiana, can run his mouth to me on Twitter or Instagram and, fa- and Facebook and be. Ha, ha, ha. But if I were to see you in Cleveland, I'd slap you in the mouth for that. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's the world I live in. That's the world I come from, you know? So it's, it's, it's a dangerous thing to play with when, when, when you're talking about, about the, these things, because I'm not that docile house cat, you know, I'm not going to sit there and smile. It's not what I do. You disrespect me. We have a problem. If you talk to me like you got sense, then we can talk like men, you know? Um, and for me, it's far more important to talk, to talk about, who I want to be and who I'm trying to be as opposed to who I was that limits, you know, the idea that you can grow as a person that, that you can change in your life. You know, there's a great uh, quote from, uh, from Ali and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it that, you know, says, if you think the same way you did at 50, that you did at 30, then you wasted 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But in, in, in today's era, you lock people into a time in their life and act like they can't grow, act like they can't learn. Do they act like, they can't change as people. Okay, you can make m- mistakes and say dumb things when you're in your 20s and then in your 30s go, damn, that was stupid. But now people got screenshots and receipts and they oh, no, yeah, yeah. well, you said, well, you said, so you must feel like that was 15 years ago, homie. Yeah, we got 15 years ago. <laughs> things up and yeah, and it's kicking people off movies and, and who knows what right. else, right? Like so. it's, it's changing careers and it's like, what what world do we live in where everyone doesn't have something that they regret saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or that they regret doing? I mean, I'm, I'm sure if we turn the cameras off, there's a laundry list of both of, for both of us. Like, oh, I, I definitely changed that. I wouldn't have said that. Wouldn't have said that. I wouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? But that's that's part of life, man. Is is living, learning, and, and growing from those mistakes. If I mean. And, I, I don't and, know any and, and people. Yet still owning those mistakes and owning them yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, this is yeah. I I, I did that. I said that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've learned since then. You know what I mean? And you can do your best to be like, hey, you know, I'm I'm not really an apology guy mm-hmm. because I feel like anything that I've said, especially when it comes to the topics that I talk about, I I feel like I'm knowledgeable in, and I said them with intent. The intent may may not be what you thought it was, you know, or what you perceive it to be. But I know what I said, um, and how it was how it, how it was meant. Um, but yeah, man, it's just it's there's there's more to us, and there's more to this culture uh, than what's shown and what's profited from, uh, because 
and, and, and it's just trying to bring that respect and notoriety and, and balance this whole thing because black culture is very popular. Movies or not, excuse me, music, clothes, you know, party scenes, what you drink, what you eat, you know, uh, those, those things ha- can create whole industries, right? But it seems like the respect and the ad admiration and the uh, benefits from that profitability don't always come to the people that provide it. You know what I mean? So, um, and I think personally changing how people perceive who we are is a key part of that. It seems like the news... The news is all over the place this weekend. Your name got right. brought up. <laughs> we were talking about it a little bit before the show right. too. Uh, Joey Mercury, uh, mm. you know, most know from you know backstage and I guess several companies at this point, including right. you know on you know on screen at WWE years ago. Um, uh, uh, mentioned you mentioned you. I have the article up from Four One One Mania. I think they're paraphrasing his comments here, but right. he apparently claims that Shane Taylor will not be re-signed and will be out of the company at the beginning of the year. And I understand this is news to you. Well, I mean, my thing is like, and this is, and again, this is, and this is part of a kind of a rant against Ring of Honor on his exit, right? Apparently. Right. So again, so you take e- the situation, take everything with a grain of salt, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But this is why I created Shane Taylor Promotions in the first place, and why I've said from the gate, why would I beg for food at somebody else's table? Mm-hmm. Why would I make? Why? Why would I not just have my own table? Have my mm-hmm. own house, mm-hmm. you know, and with the partnership that I signed with them, if they decide not to renew that for a, a diff, for another year, then cool, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's that, that's I I will take my partnership elsewhere. Um, you have something you're building that you can take wherever you need. Exactly. This this you is know. bigger than me, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, this is. I, I know what I've done. I know who I am. I know what I produce. Uh, and, I, and I know that that's a talent that, you know, peop- that, that people want and that people need. Um, they just have to figure out if that's something that, that, that they want to have. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's you take everything with a grain of salt. He, he could be lying. He could be telling the truth. They could be lying. They could be telling the truth. It could be a comment taken out of context. It, it, it could be exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, my my thing is, uh, I'm I'm going to do what's best for me and, and, and my family, re- regardless of what it is. Um, but that's why I preach entrepreneurship, owning your own, owning mm-hmm. your own name, being your own person, so that you mm-hmm. can't be you know dragged down by something like this. Uh, Whatever they decide to do is whatever they decide. Whatever they decide to do, I, with my company, will do what's in my best interest. It is definitely an age. I mean, you know, entrepreneurship has been the you know cool thing for for mm. about twenty years now. It seems, and, and I like to see that coming into wrestling and seeing. Um, I mean, we've seen several groups to interesting successes betting right. themselves right, right. Uh, this day and age, mm. um, and and that seems to be it, this is your turn. Exactly. You have to do that, and it exactly. sounds like you're 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 jumping right on that. Exactly, and I mean, and and this is something that you know. One again, I I look to not only take to a, a, another company if that's the case, mm-hmm. but to take worldwide. You know, there's 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 people all over the world 
you know, who feel the way that I do, who want to make it, who want to make a change and have the guts enough to, um, to stand up and do so. You know, a lot of people, you know, don't speak out about a lot of the, a, a lot of these issues, you know, whether it be, you know, things like the shirt or police brutality or things like that, because they're worried about, you know, the effect that it's going to have on their check. And as long as people can control you that way, not nothing's going to change. Yeah. Right. You yeah. have to be able to lead by example, you know, even if that means, you know, some people don't get theirs, you know, like look at, uh, you know, the guy that created free agency, he never got a big payday, but now look at what happened because of him. You know, now, now you've got people to be able to go, Oh wow, I, I can do this or go here. You changed an entire, you, you changed sports forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, just based off what you did. Uh, and that kind of legacy, you know, is what I I'm all about. You know, so much of what I do now is it's, it's past social media stuff. You know, what I mean, it's past being you know popular in this fake world. You know, what I mean, like it's, it's I am chasing greatness that you know that Muhammad Ali had. You know, Tommy Smith and John Carlos, Arthur Ashe. You know, Jackie Robinson, Roberto Clemente, legacy that goes far beyond what anybody can quantify or what style of wrestling that you like. You know what I mean? This is just me mm-hmm. trying to write my name in history. I want history to remember who I am. Um, and this is how I'm going to do it. It was an interesting comment. Again, just I think it's just popped up on your social media today, mm-hmm. or at least on my feed. Uh, you were talking about, you know, there's no difference between what you see in real me like mm-hmm. and that's interesting as we talk to younger wrestlers and say well who are you here who are you here right but and i know you know knowing you for i she's probably known you for nearly 10 years now right um like talking to you this is this is Same i'm guy. literally seeing the guy yeah. that i've talked to for 10 years <laughs> right. on my screen on my social media feed mm. for ring of honor carrying that belt around exactly and that's and that's that's all I can ever be. You have so many people, and, and and I've seen it, man. And I just I don't operate in that fake world, man. I I, I can't do it. You have people that put put on a great smile and they'll laugh and joke and hey, shake shake hands and kiss babies and mm-hmm. do all this stuff. And as soon as that person leaves, oh, man, screw that guy. Oh, I, I hate <laughs> I hate this town. These people suck. It's like, how can you? How can you, like if 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 I had an issue with you, mm-hmm. you're gonna know we have an issue. And that's mm-hmm. just what what it's going to be. Look, man. And until we solve the issue, that, that that's what it's gonna be. Trust right? me. Trust me. We've had issues. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just. Why it's, are you in my way? Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Move, my guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just and, and so many p- people establish these fake personalities and these fake lives for themselves. It's like that's not you. You don't really live like that. You don't really talk like that. You don't do those things, right? Everything that I do and everything that you see of me online is who I am in real life. I talk about these things. I go to these events. I, you know, I, I go to schools and talk to kids. I am involved with these things in my community. I, I do all these things. I am the very same guy that you see on the screen. If you wanted to fight, and I said, "All right, I'm just gonna knock. I'm gonna knock you out. I'm gonna put you to sleep. That's that's what I do. That's mm-hmm. all I've. That's all I've done my entire life. And so now, that's how I provide for my family. So, yes, it may be a harder person for people to recognize and you know and understand from a wrestling standpoint. But this is what I mean by saying depth of character. 
I am every bit of a guy that you can hate. But at, at the same time, if you come from where I come from, you're going to love me because you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm going through because you went through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I, I can be a husband and a father and I can be a best friend and I can be a guy that's going to knock your teeth out and not lose any sleep about it. I, I, I can be all those things. I can whoop your ass on the street or in the boardroom. It makes me no difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's who I am. And presenting that in professional wrestling, it seems like when it comes to us, like, oh, well, just keep it simple. No, simple is not what I want. Mm-hmm. You can have other people who have depth of character and have, you know, you know things that they, they can go here with it or go here or go here. And there's no reason why I, I can't do the same. All it takes is for people to stop being lazy. So again, you're here. You're in Pittsburgh. This is a bit of you know, people from Cleveland, but a lot of your a lot of your growing career really happened here. East Side Cleveland. What's going on, people? <laughs> What's going on, people? Uh, but uh, you know, so so this really is you know uh, where a lot of your growth happened. Like I mentioned, mm-hmm. RWA, IWC here in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're down at Stage AE, and um, you know. It, yeah. What what is it like to kind of come back and be in front of that audience that that maybe know know your history? Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, it's always really cool to come back and people appreciate the work that you've done mm-hmm. and they're supportive and they make their voices heard when I come out uh, and that always feels good to know that you know the years that you put into this matter to people you know because at the end of the day you know when all the lights go out and you know and the crowds are gone all you're left with is how you made people feel, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And for me, I want, whether they cheered or booed, loved me or hated me, I want them to go, regardless of all that, damn, he, he was excellent at what he did. You know what I mean? And that's, and that's, that's all I want, man. It's just for people to go, when I saw him, I saw what this sport could be at, at its best. Excellent. So uh, you are, I believe, if my math is right, just under six months being a champion, mm, I think it was mm, May. Creeping up that you got that. Creeping up, and, and I think you were here in April, and I think you had a match. If I got my notes right, against Bandito. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so to paraphrase my usual question, right? What is the best and worst thing about being the Ring of Honor World Television Champion? The worst thing about being Ring of Honor World Television Champion is people assume that. Whoever the Ring of Honor World Champion is, with that being Roosh now, that somehow they're above me, and they're not. The now, Roosh, seem, Roosh seemed to come out of nowhere too. Uh, yeah, and that's and that's and that's a credit to who he is. Mm-hmm. It's a credit to his team. It, it, it's a credit to their game plan, you know. And it's a phenomenal game plan. He's earned every bit of success. That's mi hermano. Um, but that's why. From my mentality, I had such a difficult time being on the sideline for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Because in my head, if you want to make someone a star, you can. You're just choosing not to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it goes, oh, and I understand there's limited spots. Guys are here. Guys leave. More opportunities arise. I get it. But it seems like when you really want to do something, you find a way. You see what I'm saying? So I really wanted to be out in the forefront. So I found a way. You know what I mean? Um, 
And that that that's always sort of been the thing is that the Ring of Honor World Champion is up here. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint everyone. The baddest man in Ring of Honor is not holding the Ring of Honor World Championship. The baddest man in Ring of Honor is the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, whether you like it or you don't. Um, but the best thing about being champion is the look on my daughter's faces when, when I come home to see the pride in their eyes, to see the fact that, you know, my daughter knows how much this means to me, but she's starting to understand it a bit. And, you know, the first thing that she did when I came home from the UK was I, I brought my bag in. My The title was in my bag. She's like, Daddy, do, do, you, still have a, do you still have the belt? I was, yes, I still got it. She's like, yeah. She's, you know, she just lo- she loses her mind. So for me, being able to show them not only what a real man is, but what a real champion looks like to be able to show them by my example, Mm -hmm. how to, how to carry yourself, how to live your life, how to, you know, stick it to your guns and live by your morals and live by your beliefs and stand by them no matter what. Um, That's the best. And having this platform to be able to show that to not only kids around the world, but other people around the world, uh, that's the best part of it. that's the best part of this because I get to tell my message and use my platform to its utmost, which is what you're supposed to do when you have platforms like this. Um, so to be able to get so many messages from people around the world saying that you know we're proud of you or or, or thank you for finally being someone to try to help change this, you know, or thank you for you know. F- for 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 saying the things that that you do enough people don't say it you know to me that's what this is all about excellent i can end you on a fun note here um mm-hmm. again it seems like all the interesting wrestling news is happening this week <laughs> it, it's absolutely insane man it, it's it's such a crazy time to be a wrestling absolutely fan. you're like oh it's gonna time. settle down all the new shows came out we're gonna settle right. in this a month in nope. it's like no nope. no <laughs> so uh some of your colleagues are having travel issues today I heard. <laughs> what's going, you, does anybody know what's going on? Uh, well, the, the, as of this recording, I, I don't know. We're, we're only hours from SmackDown this evening. I heard like they're like stuck, right? Yeah, they're stuck. There's like there's they said like maybe twelve wrestlers have gotten back so <laughs> from Saudi Arabia plus everybody that didn't even go. Um, wow! But I, I thought it'd be kind of fun to ask you. You just got back from the UK. Yes. Obviously, you've been traveling all over with Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, do you have any uh, travel uh, uh, mishaps stories that, that you can share oh, with us in, in 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 the spirit of in in just spirit of camaraderie with our uh, our friends that are stuck in the Middle East? Wow, none from this past trip. Everything went fairly smooth. The this past trip, uh, I remember when I did my solo tour in the UK for like six weeks uh, last year. Uh, and I was on, on my way to uh, Norwich, and the people at the station had no idea where Norwich was. So, like, I'm stuck in this train state. Like, I'm, I'm stuck in this train spot, missing train after, after train, trying to figure out where to go, and like <laughs> what connections and what stops. And I've never done this, you know what I mean? So, it, was, it took me like an extra probably like twelve hours, thirteen hours to get to where I wanted to go. Uh, someone finally knew where that place was. And shout out to uh, the Knights, Roy, uh, and and his, his, his dad, his mom, Soraya, uh, Ricky Knight Jr., the whole crew. 
uh, in Norwich for putting up with me for those few weeks while I was in the UK and giving me places to stay. Awesome. Good stuff. Awesome. Uh, finally, Wheels is saying uh, he want, he's uh, you know you know Wheels is a belts nut. Like, what you know you know that Wheels like just is a is a championship belt just crazy. He, oh, he yeah. collects them right. Yeah, and I'm getting the sun right in your camera. <laughs> That's getting interesting right now. You you got the really sunny shot right now. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, he said, uh, uh, tell Shane I'll take him on his uh, his uh, his championship for the Ring of Honor Heavyweight Championship that he has. <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want those problems, Wheel. You don't want them problems, boy. Um, yeah, I mean, with 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 the run that I'm on, you know, I, I made no secret about what about what I want to do, um, and that is break Jay Lethal's single reign championship defense record. I, I think when you look at the history of Ring of Honor and the things that he's done, uh, he's undoubtedly the 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 benchmark of success. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, especially being an African American male, I feel like no matter what what you do, those comparisons will be there to Jay Lethal. Um, and so, for me, if I want to surpass him, if I want to uh, get to a point to where that conversation then switches from him to me, then this is what I have to do. Not only do I want to break that championship defense record, but then I want to go on and be only the second African-American male ever to win the Ring of Honor World Championship. So uh, that, of course, depending on what happens in the next two months. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll but, see how's it going. We'll see, yeah. we'll see if the Joey Mercury proclamation comes true. <sighs> Man, it, it, it's so crazy. <laughs> like, well, and, and I know I probably already have a bunch of texts and calls from people trying to see what's going on. But Absolutely. Yeah, I mean uh, – like I said, I, 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 I control things in my power. What's not in my control, I, I will. You know what I mean? So, Excellent. We'll so thank you so much for joining us again. You're going to be at uh, here in Pittsburgh, if you guys are catching us day of here on this Friday that we're recording, uh, for ROH Experience. Which sounds like it's, it's, it's likening me back to the old Taboo Tuesday days. Mm. There's some fan voting going on. It's, of course, going to be live on uh, Honor Club, I believe. Yes, sir. And then you're going to be out uh, this, uh, this Sunday in Columbus as well. That's right. The I'm Ohio authorized. kid coming back. Um, go, go Bucks, too. By, by the way, they are killing it this year. Um, yeah, we will be in Columbus where it will be myself and uh, a partner that I have picked out. I will not tell you who it is right now. Um, <laughs> against Villain Enterprises, Marty Skrull and Brody King, uh, I'm anxious to. I'm, I'm anxious for that match, and I'm I'm excited because anytime I've been in the ring with Marty, it's been fun. Uh, and the the one time that I was in the ring with Brody, you know, I walked out with the Ring of Honor World Television Championship. So there uh, goes. We will. We will see what happens in Columbus. Excellent. Go check it out. Go check out the show. Say hi to Shane and any of the other shows or anywhere else you may be checking it out. Uh, follow him on social media because it gets very interesting. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much. And everybody, we'll see you guys next time. Until then, please support indie, indie wrestling. Please uh, support independent promotions. And just please support wrestling in general. Oh. 
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.